Hello there. This is a little trigger warning. This week's film mentions suicide quite a lot. And so if that's something you can't deal with right now, then feel free to skip this episode. Also, loads of swearing. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness, the podcast that is here in the new year. I'm Joe, and with me as always, the winner of this year's Hallmark of Greatness quiz, and proud owner of the Pigeon of Truth, it's Barney. I am the winner. You have to pick up the pigeon, though. Wait a son, you could God. literally brain someone with that thing. I- have I've I not seen it? I don't want oh, have you to... not seen the pigeon? Um... <laughs> no, James. So James bought this it as a trophy for you, didn't he? Yes. Uh, uh, I you. didn't eat it. I just completely missed it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's solid though. You can have to post a picture of the toys with that. Well, when Barbie comes to the thing, yeah, on her little plinth like that, she can. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll post them up. Um, and. The woman who puts the cash trims in Christmas and the wiener in New Year, it's Katie. <laughs> this is why I didn't win the quiz, because I have no idea what that's in reference to. <laughs> it's nothing. I can't remember what the last oh, okay. film we did was, so the anagrams of Christmas and New Year. Love. Yeah, it's not Wonderful. great. Yeah. Just, don't, don't pity me. Start and... taking notes now, ready for next for this year's quiz. <laughs> yeah, no, every episode. No. Especially <laughs> <laughs> not this one. I don't, I don't burn this one out of my brain. Uh, if you would like to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. It's a new year. It's a new day. How did everyone's Christmas and New Year and all that and everything? Well, just bad colds all around in this house. It's same here. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like pretty much everyone's Christmas. Just very yeah. We were all right. I just had a lot of eight-year-old sweating in the front room playing Fortnite. Theodore's birthday, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. <laughs> good, good to have context. I was going to say, I don't know what you asked for, I hope. <laughs> Santa, what's this? <laughs> eight-year-old oh, sweating. <laughs> I have to store them all in the ghost factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... Right, as 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 uh, Barry won this year's Hallmark of Greatness quiz, which, which if you haven't listened to, do go and listen to it because it's <laughs> insane. Uh, she got to pick the first film of the year, and she picked two thousand and twenty-two's Meet Cute. I would like to blame Amazon Prime for this because it said recommended for you, and then I read the word time traveler, and I was all in. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, at first, I was like, oh, this is like that one where they hide in the wardrobe and he keeps going back. No, um, it's got the Irish lad in it. Uh, one of the Gleasons. The time yeah. travellers. Wardrobe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back in time? No. Oh, it'll come to me in a minute. Uh, yeah, but he keeps going back and like, and his dad has all the men in his family can travel back in time. And it turns out I just out saw that... an advert for this on Netflix, but I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah all the men can go back in time. Yeah, and he goes it... back and win to win someone's heart or something. But it turns out you can't you can't yeah. cheat fate. Um, or you can only go back until your child's born or some. It's some shite. Anyway, it's a Nick Hornby fucking thing. I think. Right. Um, <laughs> It's a different film. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. But I was like, oh, it's like that, or it'd be like Groundhog Day, or it'll be... No, no. Uh, did you get a synopsis for this? No, time travel, dates. 
Fair enough. Um, I wasn't expecting any of it, to be fair. No, it did come out of left field. Uh, the actual synopsis for Meet Cute. What would you do if you could travel to your loved one's past, heal their traumas, fix their problems, and change them into the perfect partner? They say loved one, and we will get into this, but she only actually knew them, him. Him from that day. From that day. Yeah. And so she I mean, becomes obsessed with him. Obsessed. To the point of, if I can't have you, I'm going to kill myself, which is an overreaction at best. But well, she was um, already going to kill herself. Was she? That's what the, yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's get into this. Which, I, again, I quite liked it. I liked it. It wasn't it's... what I wanted. Because this isn't a Hallmark film, Barney. This made, <laughs> this made me feel things and have to think. And again, this is a sad I music blame... all day at work. I blame Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's algorithm is terrible. Uh, 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 I hate Amazon Prime. It's yeah. True. You can't even watch it on 1.2 speed either. So no. I have to watch it at full normal speed. There's all so much in this thing in minutes of it. that it would, it would be hard to watch on 1.2, I think. It's nah. very dialogue-heavy. A lot of improvised dialogue. Clearly improvised dialogue. Mm. Um, so, we open up, and you know it's going to be good when there's 19 production companies attached to the film. Because <laughs> there is um, Weed Road Pictures, Convergent Media, Redbox Entertainment, Oregon Entertainment, and so on and so on. Sprockefeller Pictures. It's only three people in the bloody film. How? Anyway. Um, and we're introduced to... Who's the third? <laughs> uh, the guy outside Amrit. It was oh, called? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was about five, to be fair. Oh, yeah, there's the person in the ice cream truck. Um, and the, yeah. the pub landlord guy. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Six the then, because you've got the nail technician as well. Oh, yeah, June. June, yeah. Okay, and we're introduced to the main protagonist of this film, Sheila. Um, who is played yeah. by Penny off the Big Bang Theory <laughs> and probably other stuff. Oh, she was in Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Eight, wasn't? Yeah, Eight Rules. Eight Simple Rules. Eight simple she's rules. also in that one where she's an air hostess. Oh, mm. it's good, that, actually. Yeah, yeah that, that was really time travel as well. Hmm. Is it? I think so. Or maybe I'm getting it confused with Russian Doll. Yeah, Russian Doll's a time travelly one. I mean, they've bought the time machine. They might as well keep using it in different films. <laughs> uh, no expense spent on the time machine in this one. <laughs> um, and she's watching... Right, now, she sat at this bar, and the barman comes over and says, Thirsty? And she goes, no, no. Oh, I don't mean for a drink. And I'm like, all right, mate, why don't you fucking neck in? Yeah, like... That's um, very inappropriate. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I thought, oh, maybe she knows him like that. And she's looking over at this man who is um, Peter Davidson, the most drawn-on man in the world. <laughs> right? And he's sitting there colouring in beer mats with a crayon, right? And she's like, that's the man for me, a <laughs> child in a pizza hut. Yeah. I think she says later that's because he's the only one not interested in sports. <laughs> Um, which I understand. I can understand why you'd be attracted to him. <laughs> he wasn't I interested mean, in sports, but don't yeah. go into a sports bar then. That is true. Why were they both there? Like, he likes calling in. He got free crayons. Uh, and she goes over and introduces herself. She's like, oh, I'm going to go and speak to him. She introduces herself and they'd have this whole dialogue about he's called Gary and she's called Sheila. They're old people names, aren't they? Are they? Uh, Gary. Gary is. Gary's dying out. I don't think anyone's named their baby That's Gary like for about five years. on a years. level with like Nigel or something like that, isn't it, Gary? I don't think there was any babies called Nigel last year in the yeah. UK, which is sad because who are we going to make plans for now? 
that's a joke for nobody. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Someone on, out there will find it funny. I'm it's, sure. If you're in, if you're a big XTC fan, well done. Uh, and, she, <laughs> and she basically says she says something like they, she, they order the same drink at the same time, and she starts finishing his sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> and then she explains to him that she's a time traveler from the future. Right and, now, and he's fine with this. He just sits there. Well, well, he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm weird as well. Look at me. Yeah. I'm coloring in in the pub." <laughs> yeah, it's very like I, I'm kooky, aren't I? I'm a time traveler. Let's let's go on a date, sort of thing. That's I how mean, it... right. As a man, if I was sat in a bar, as a, if, if I was single, if I was sat in a bar and a woman came over, bought me a drink, and then was like, "I'm from the future," I'd be like, <laughs> "I have to just go to the toilet," and then I'd be like. <laughs> Ken, Ken, angel shots or whatever yeah. it's called. Like, get me the fuck out of here. She's mental. Um, but he's like, no, okay, yeah. And then she gets all this bollocks about Blade Runner and like how the robots are taking over. And he's like, okay, sweet. Let's go know. for some food. And then they, he's, she's like, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go food. And so we get this, these, this, this. Them walking down the street. And they're explaining their lives to each other. And I'm like, you've only just met and you're telling him about your abusive dead dad. Mm. And again, it feels very a lot for someone you've just met to sort of dump all this emotional trauma on them. Well, yeah, but they've both got dead dads. Yeah, but it's normally, oh, what do you do for a living? Do you like What's your favourite music? I mean, to be fair, having been on a few of those sorts of dates, I would much rather talk about having a dead dad. (laughs) (laughs) It's only because you like obscure Belgian jazz and it's very difficult to talk to people about things like that. (laughs) But yeah, and it just, again, all the dialogue in this feels like it was written by that lass who did Girls. Like, it feels very, aren't I hip and clever? Uh, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, they get to... The best restaurant in the world. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it it's cool. like a fucking ninja sex party video in there. <laughs> Five stars on TripAdvisor. It's only got four stars, I checked, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a real Indian restaurant. Um, and it's got like all these lights and stuff on the scene. So much so that you have to stoop as you walk around. <laughs> that waiter, I thought he's going to grind himself. Curvature of the spine later on in life. Um. <laughs> It's all like chilies, isn't it? Like very like, There's loads like of stuff in that. It, it stuff looks like really, really cool. smart. Um, I think they get plenty of business from anyone who watched this film. If it's a real place, it is a real. It is a real place. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and they sit down and it's Indian restaurant. Um, and she orders like food, and then they have this, and like we start to realise that this isn't the first time she's done this because she orders two glasses of wine and says, "Oh, you you love that." And then he's like, what? She, no, oh, oh, you'll love that. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, subtle. Oh. It, uh, this film isn't subtle. It's as subtle as a fucking house brick to the head, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, they eat this meal, and they have a nice time, and it's like, oh, they're getting to know each other and stuff. But she then, is it now she reveals that um, she <laughs> discovered this time machine in a nail salon? Yeah. Because she was having the best day ever, and she went to get her nails done. Yeah, and it flashes back, doesn't it, and has like a little like store. Yeah, we get this this blue crackly effect thing, and she goes in and she goes, oh yeah, and but as it turns out, you can only go back. She says you can only. She says you can only go back twenty four hours. And so he says, oh, what did you do with the person that's already here then? And she says, oh, I killed her. I ran her over. She's in the boot of my car, and I'm like. Okay, this is what? And at this point, I was like, is this like that bit in Groundhog Day where he just tries to top himself loads? 
Like where he runs out in front of the train and drops the thing in the back. No, no, it isn't. This is supposed to be a romantic no. comedy. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> and so they, they 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 leave this this thing. Uh, at she says, it, I can, I at this go. stage, you still. I mean, obviously, you know from the synopsis that it is about time travel. But in theory, she could still be the kooky manic pixie dream girl sort. Of yeah, thing. yeah. So um, she could just be like toying with him about off her head. Killing, yeah, yeah. Um, well, then they go for ice cream. He's not phased by any of this. No, though. he's he just like, it's oh, funny. okay, it's, it's an attractive woman. I mean, I'd be to be fair, and I said that before. I'd be like an attractive woman showing interest in me. I'm going to get murdered in the car park, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, so they go for ice cream and like again, just this. See, this made me laugh because it is like some places now that you go to. I just want a plain ice cream. Oh no, it needs to be sprinkled with the souls it... of our. You know, it's just too much. I don't know where you're going. It's sprinkled with souls. <laughs> souls of our enemies. I was gonna Ch- say church <laughs> ice cream. Uh, yeah, and then they, they sit and eat this, and they have these this this dialogue, this back and forth and stuff, and then. At this point, I was like, okay. And she says, points out over the river, and she's like, oh, that apartment there is where I grew up. Um, was it apartment K2? Whatever yeah. it was, yeah. Um, my mum wasn't great, but one day a TV repairman came, and he was really nice to me. And at that point, I was like, that's him in the fucking future. Yeah. Guarantee it now, right? Yeah, very pointedly said. And, and strangely, there was a man who came, and he was very nice to me. Like, absolutely no context to that at all. Of all the um, things you remember, it's a cable yeah. repairman coming around. And, no, nice. you no. wouldn't. Also, at the age she was at then, she wouldn't remember that anyway. No. She couldn't even get a block in a box, the idiot. <laughs> Uh, and then they go, she's like, do you like polka music? So they go to like a, a an Oktoberfest that's apparently happening in New York at the time as well. <laughs> uh, and the, yeah, they're drinking and there's more of this, this sort of, I guess what people call pithy dialogue, but what I just call annoying people being annoying. Uh, and then he knocks his drink over because he's gesticulating. And he has like an absolute meltdown. Yeah. He like fully like puts his hands in his face and I don't know if like, he's crying or fetal positions up. And I'm like, you've just spilt someone's beer, just offer to buy him another one and you know, yeah. you'll be fine. It's it's Oktoberfest, everyone's unpaparing all over the place. Or just go where like <laughs> yeah, that's someone the, drops That's the plate. British way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and she got she says to him, and this annoys me, right? Uh it's sometimes it's okay to be messy life yeah life to be messy or something like that and she like grabs his face really intensely yeah and I'm, and he's like oh, all right thanks that helps because i was having some sort of fucking breakdown uh, and they walk to this bridge and he's like right well it's, it's getting late now i'm gonna go home and just leave you on the street in the dark bye um <laughs> my name's gary and she goes oh i'll see you again tomorrow and he goes okay and then we wake up the we next morning. Yeah. We start again. She's getting coffee from uh, in her sweatpants. So yes. um, she's getting coffee from this this uh, roadside coffee bar. And then as she's, she's crossing the road, doesn't she already? So she's kind of got like straggly. I mean, she's still beautiful as Kaylee Croco, uh, but she's got like straggly hair, sweatpants, sort of. Yeah, she's stains on her top, sort as of as ugly as they get. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as she's crossing the road, a car hits her, and it's the same Sheila. It- that has, in, the, in the yellow gingham in dress. In the yellow gingham dress in the um and she's she's gone back again to relive the same day, it turns out, over and over again. Can you imagine running yourself over? Again, this is a right, this is like a big and watching sort of, yourself die. This is a big sort of metaphysical quandary. 
isn't it? Because would you not cease to exist? No, because if you... I'm going from Harry Potter knowledge here. You, you can exist on the same timeline, but you can't really bump into each other because you think you are insane. Can they touch in Harry Potter like Time Cop? Because if you touch in no. Time Cop, you explode or you turn into like jelly. No, they can't see each other because then you think you are mad. Unless you're one of those people that is like sexually attracted to yourself. Do you know that sexuality where there's, you're more attracted to yourself than you are to other people? Yeah. Like, and then if you went back in time oh, you and reckon? saw yourself, could you have sex with yourself? <laughs> What's that? A self-sexual? A self, I don't know what they're called, but it's a thing. They're like sexually turned on by themselves. Um, would you? Would you be able to have sex with yourself? No, no, no. I mean, if given the option. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> but it's just me. Like, Touching yourself. Ugh. I mean, it's no different from me touching myself. That's true. That's true. And then I could kill him afterwards. <laughs> you know exactly what you liked. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no challenge then, is there? It'd be all no. over and done with in the blink of an eye. <laughs> More so than normal. Um, It's just a weird... No, because I was like, fuck, that's you. And you're killing yourself? And I thought, is and this I part... Also- Thought that um, it was just like in the middle of the day, you know, like she could have high street, just been yeah, she seen. Runs her and over, then... no police are called. No. But now I'm thinking, is this like a metaphorical suicide of her killing herself mm, over like and over her. again because she doesn't have the need to do it because she's found Gary now? Oh, yeah, you guys so going deep into I, this. This is all coming into my head now because. I'm trying to get the having sex with myself out of my brain yeah. by any means necessary. <laughs> and anyway, anyway, right? She meets Gary, and they go on all these dates, and like it's great. They throw firecrackers in a crowded street because yeah. that's safe. Uh, it's just white people nonsense. They're the special people. They're the ones taking Instagram photographs. Um, and then they go to the bridge. They go to the same place every day as well. Like he meets yeah, her in the she bar. Could take- take him anywhere every day she could go somewhere different well this time this time she buys him an old uh, mechanic shirt that says gary on it oh yeah there's like a vintage stall on the street just in the street try try things on it's not all got blood and semen on it yeah um but they go to the same indian restaurant and i was like like i like indian food but every day like eating i think she orders chicken karma as well she has chicken chicken karma Chicken karma, yeah. imagine that. The second like... day they go in and they have the date again, she orders everything off the menu because she's, she's wacky. Starting, starting to get a little bit frustrated as well. Like, we don't need to talk about that again uh, at this stage, isn't she? She's, she's... Well, I think this is now, is it like three, it three months, months since? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and her story changes this time about the time machine tanning booth. Yeah. And... So she's ordered everything off the menu and everyone's like looking at them and, and she says that she wasn't having the best day ever. She was on the way to go and kill herself. And she wanted to have her nails done so she'd leave a nice naily corpse behind. I don't mm. know. Um, and the lady, who is the genuine best thing in this film. Um, <laughs> She's really, really, She's so blunt. I love it. Um, June um, says, oh, there's a time machine in the back. Go back and see if you can fix what's wrong. Uh, and she's and like, then, no, but no, she's no, very no. like blunt about it, isn't she? But she's she just, like, well, she's... you can kill yourself later if you don't. <laughs> you just like kill it. yourself later. If it doesn't work <laughs> out. And I was like, she's right. Um, <laughs> And he goes, oh, okay, that's strange. But also, he hasn't heard the other stories. So none of this, this is only for her benefit. No, she's got... This is why time travel in films is always bollocks. Like, Back to the Future does it sort of all right. She says she changes her her personality each time. Like, they go out. So she's done crazy. She's done sensible. She's done herself. So it's like that 
you see them all. Do you know when the credits start, there's the out, outtakes, but it's not outtakes, it's past dates. Mm. Oh, I didn't watch the ending because I'd had enough of that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, my head hurts. What's going on? Because the ice cream, my favourite bit was the ice cream emo kept changing the ice cream and that proper made me laugh. Like one enough. of them one of them was made with like the grass of cows, you know. Oh, just, okay. So they're all just improv stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the point is, though, is that she's kind of like, she's done it so many times that she doesn't really care whether he thinks she's mad or not, does she? So she's like, I usually tell you this, but I'm going to tell you the actual story today, which is yeah. that I was... But was she then going to just keep doing this loop forever? I think... Well, yeah, but then she panics, doesn't she? Because she go, they go to the bridge and she says, see that apartment over there? I used to live there. And he goes, I know. And something something about that happens. Yeah. Well, this, this comes in a bit later on, and I'm like, hang on a minute. Um, but she says, it takes him to the bridge, to the takes him to the bridge. Uh, <laughs> and she says, Oh, this was where I was going to do myself in, uh, but I'm not going to because I love you. Uh, I always have. And he goes, Okay, I've only just met you. This is a bit weird, isn't it? I'm going to go. And she then we get lo- this is, I just, I was, didn't think this was good in that, like, she goes into quite a lot of detail about why it's the perfect way to yeah. kill yourself as well, yeah. which I didn't think was, and, like, how it would leave sort of a, implying it would leave quite a pretty body and sort of, I don't know. No, if you go into water, unless they get you out yeah. straight away, you blow mm. up. Um, yeah. And then it was just like, what was it, when a girl writes off the world, she writes it in cursive. Um, I mean, and he you goes, know, at this point... I'm going to so go! Yeah, he's... this is five months in. She's been doing this for five months. But yeah. now over the next series of nights, she keeps doing this bit over and over again, hoping to get a different reaction? Question mark. Well, I think because... she wants him to end on a different way because at the end of the night, he always says, right, I'm going to go. And she says, you say that every night. So I don't know whether mm. she wants him to respond differently at the end of the night. Well, again, but she doesn't change anything. She does the mm. same thing night after night. So how is that adding any variables into the flow chart, if you know what I mean? Like, it's... And maybe, you know, don't that, be that weird. But the the definition that... of insanity is repeating the same thing, hoping for a different mm-hmm. outcome. Yeah. Um. And anyway, and then after all this, all this and then at this point, she's like, meets up and she's on this date and she's all disheveled and she basically goes like, you're such a wet end, aren't you, Gary? Yeah. Like... <laughs> You never do anything and you're just happy to sit there and you've told me the same stories. And at this point, you, well, he does, doesn't he? He goes, yeah, I'm going to go because I've literally met you an hour ago and you're having a go at me now. I'm, you're having um, a go at me. And this bit was quite funny because, like, as he's leaving, he goes to pay. And she's like, you're paying and stop. <laughs> and I was like, there was there was funny and then as he leaves he goes bye and stuff like and then because she like been there for so many times she's like all right come in <laughs> like it knows all the names of everyone and they're obviously very confused about why she would know that but she goes outside and speaks to amrit um who is the like, the hustler for outside like the heckle guy yeah the guy calls the new on brick lane in london i was not a fan yeah. um and he and like he explains that you can't change people he says about the um, you can't get a square peg in a round hole. You can't change people, which comes that imagery comes back around, doesn't it? When oh, it comes flashback. back round again, yeah. Um, but she takes that to be as a sparks an idea for her to like, I can change him because it's not just twenty four hours. I can go back in time. I can go back in time and fix him. Well, this we find out around. that she hasn't told the full truth about the mm. sun time time machine again. And it turns out she can go to any point in history, but only for 24 hours. Yeah. And then she returns back to where she was. Yes. And at no point does she sleep, I've just realised. Um, That's why she looks like shit in the end. 
But well, yeah, she's um, wearing the same stinky dress and she hasn't had a sleep. Uh, <laughs> it's like the stinky leather trousers all over and again. She's had Indian food for like five <laughs> months. <laughs> Ah, stinky gingham. Stingham. Um, Stingham. (laughs) So she goes back to Gary's, because he says, like, he never knew his dad. His dad never played catch with him. Uh, All this. Like, why is that such an American thing of throwing a ball at each other? It's the strangest. Why does that make you like sport? I used to play catch with people all the time. I still hate football. What's that got to do with anything? Yeah, that Velcro one. Catch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, Let's play cricket on the beach. Don't like cricket, you know? I love it. (laughs) <laughs> hitting all the popular bands tonight nice. aren't we 10cc xdc all the c bands um yeah so she goes back sticks a mustache on and goes hello i'm your <laughs> uncle kevin or some shit let's play catch and he goes no random stranger quite justifiably yeah and then they end up playing catch and she's like don't be such a girl uh watch wrestling stop doing mime and i was like <laughs> And to be fair, that kid's mind was, His mind was on point. On. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Marcel Marcel in across the room, yeah. Um, he should pursue that as a career. <laughs> it's a hunt for the wilder yeah, people, just... isn't it, when he's doing that as he goes <laughs> off. Um, and then, like, she hires a prostitute pizza lady to have sex with him. <laughs> yeah, which was really strange. They're next to each other in the phone book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, she... and then, well, again, he just gets this, you know, pizza delivery woman prostitute, and um, it's just like pizza chew, we'll call them. Pizza chew, <laughs> and it's like, again, just like, yeah, come on in. Like, this is not strange at all. This is fine. I mean, as a, as a, yeah, but um, and then we go back to the bar on the date of the dates, and she's there now. And Gary is also there, which if his entire life had changed, he wouldn't be in that bar on that night. He's wearing a suit, so things are different. And he's, he's wearing a suit, he's got his hair slicked back and he's watching sports. Yeah. Which I think it was an England football game as well, um, oh. which was strange. Um, if it was in August, it would have been the world. Anyway, um, and she's like, do you want a drink? And he's like, yeah, I'll get him because I'm an alpha male jerk-off kind of guy now. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'll have a, a beer and a, a fruit-based drink for the lady. An old-fashioned. No, she she has a whiskey straight up at that point because mm. um, she's developed a crippling dependence <laughs> on alcohol. <laughs> um, and they go, and he's like, no, we're going to go and get some food. Give me that money back to the bartender. And I'm like, you've already paid for the drinks, pal. I don't Get out, you greasy, lanky bastard. Don't come back. Uh, and your stinky girlfriend, take her and all some whips. <laughs> and they go and relive this date, but he's now a massive sort of jerk. He He's like a tech bro, uh, and he's like... He's got a company with 25 employees currently and whatever. He's... And they don't go to the nice sort of colourful curry house. They go to this quite cold modern eatery where everything's on little plates and this made yeah. me laugh because that waitress did not stop bringing plates they kept bringing just little time. weird things and putting them on the table <laughs> it was brilliant um and yeah and she's like no this isn't how you're supposed to be and he goes oh, okay i'm gonna go because you're clearly mental yeah because she uh, starts like listing how how she's changed him and then she <laughs> well he goes outside to get in the car and he goes no 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 and she explains that she, she was Uncle Gary. Uncle he, Charlie. Uncle Charlie, sorry. Um, and that she had deleted some people out of Yeah, so life. she's done murders as well, right? <laughs> Not just one. She lists about three people three that people, she's, yeah. she's deleted. Like, the, the fucking Inquisitor. Uh, but also, like... <laughs> and I'm like... It, but she's I, like... It's a weird thing. As a grown woman, 
to go back and meet the child that you then grow up to fancy? Is that not weird? Yeah, it's all weird. It's very weird. And he's like, he played catch me every week for three years. She did like... that. She went back 300 more times in that machine every Sunday. Just to play to catch do... with her. The but then, the right, he's like, they go down to the waterfront thing and they're yelling and there's these, these two random old women there. As well, <laughs> and he's like, that isn't right what you've done. You can't change people based on what you want them to be. And I get that this is all a metaphor for relationships mm. and you have to accept the rough with the smooth people and blah, blah, blah and all mm-hmm. that stuff. You can't love people all the time. And it's like, yes, you can. Like, even when my wife annoys the fuck out of me, I still love her. Like, Aww. well, it's true, though, isn't yeah. it? If you love someone, you love them, like, unconditionally. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I get annoyed, and, you know, I'm sure I annoy the fuck out of her. But I am sure as well. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know for a fact. <laughs> I've seen the texts. Um, but it is, and it's that sort of thing. And, it, and she yeah. goes, okay, well, I can, I can fix it. So then she goes back 300 more times to kill Uncle Charlie every time. Yep. Right. She Can I That's point 600 out? 600 days at this that, point. This bit made me laugh. Because while they're arguing, and he's, she's like, you're not going to remember this anyway. And he goes, I will. And he pulls out a sharpie <laughs> and writes it down on his hand. <laughs> uh, he, doesn't he write, like, Sheila is a ball bag or something? <laughs> yeah, and that made me laugh. <laughs> um, but the two old women are sort of like, well, they explain what's going on. But then we get to cut to this montage of her going back and putting right what once went wrong, like a blonde Sam Beckett. That's where I've heard uh, that from. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was waiting to get that in. Um, I'm like, it, does she? Th- it's so strange because it's time travel. It, it... Uh, yeah, it is really strange. Because at this point, they're like, and she has like a pizza party days in the pros- pizza tube as well. Yeah, so the, the... she nearly kills the pizza tube, which would be completely unnecessary. I think she was actually... just going to chloroform her, to be honest, because she chloroforms oh, okay. Uncle Charlie. Jesus Christ, that's a sentence I didn't think I'd ever have to say again. <laughs> and then her and the pizza chute are just sat outside eating pizza. And then Charlie comes out. Uh, uh, sorry, Gary comes out and she's like, it's a good looking kid. And I was like, don't, pizza chute. Like, that's creepy. Yes, everyone's creepy as fuck in this film. <sighs> so she puts it all right and she explains to June, like, and June's like, don't, because June says that, like, basically her parents were ashamed of her. They called her a mistake because they wanted a boy. Uh, but now she's a proud lesbian nail technician. And she's like, but I could go back and change it. And she's like, can't do that because the pain of our upbringing makes us who we are. If you erase the pain, you erase the person. That's it. Like, yeah. suffering is life. You know, and it's getting a bit Freddie Nachos, this. But, yeah. Again, June comedy genius is like yeah my pain meant means i've ruined it but she delivers it really well about you know this is the reason for my sick sense of humor as well and thing like that yeah oh, June's just like, for my excellent <laughs> sense of humor yeah june's great in this yeah um and so she goes to meet um gary again and they have this same day again <sighs> and then she buys him the the, the um thing but she says like it's their 300 and, it's, it's their one year anniversary isn't it yeah. or oh, was that when he was an asshole it was their anniversary Oh, yeah, when he was the um, manipulator. When he had the suit on. Yeah. yeah. So she's been doing this for 365 days, plus the 300 days of being Uncle Charlie, plus 300 <laughs> other days of eliminating Uncle Charlie, plus any bonus days. So she's about a 1,000 days into this now. That's like, what, three and a half years? Yeah. No. Well, you know what I mean, three years, let's say. But then oh. does it count as a new day every time? She because... lives the full 24 hours, doesn't she? Yeah, but does she... can't just hang around dressed as Uncle Charlie with a fake moustache on for 24 hours. 
I don't think you get to pick when you come back. I think it's like 12 o'clock. How do you know? Have you <laughs> again, used... Again, again, we have don't. Have you used the tanning machine? <laughs> again, we don't know, do we? Right, that's the thing. And she has this date with, with him again. And she says, look, like, I get it now. Like, I can't keep doing this over and over again. But also, I don't want to go on, basically. I can't yeah. relive this day again, but also I don't want to see tomorrow. So they go up to the bridge and she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump off. And he's like, no, no, no. Slaps her hands and stuff. And at this point, I think June has explained that shit stinks. No, shit stinks. Shit stinks <laughs> sometimes. And I think that is the thing that he remembers bits of it. Because when she meets him, she says, I've had the weirdest sense of deja vu. He knows what address her... Um, her old apartment used to be and stuff. Yeah. So whether and it's he's some got this of... general sense, hasn't he, of feeling like he's done it before? Like it's like fifty first dates, isn't it? At this mm, point, yeah. But again, it's never. That's never really. They hammer the point home for everything else, like literally what happens next. But that point is always left sort of like. Mm. Anyway, it's like a meta, like um, metaphysical, isn't it? Like I don't know, like he kind of deja vu, but he. I don't know, yeah, but he also knows bit... stuff about her, and he's starting to get yeah. that finishing her sandwiches thing. Yeah. Uh, and she she stomps off, and he's like, ah, I'm going to go to the tanning shop and put things right with her childhood, despite her. Oh, it's just exhausting, isn't it? Yeah. So like, instead of just going back two days and you know hitting her with a car, I don't know, <laughs> or just stopping her from meeting him in the first place two days ago, he goes back to the childhood to try and fix so that she doesn't get depressed, I guess, and wants to kill herself. Which I guess is you, a bit more. How can you do that to a three-year-old child? Well, I think he doesn't. He he. The whole thing with June, isn't it? That she's kind of like go back to nineteen ninety-four, and um, he's like that sounds too soon, and then. He arrives and she's only three, and he does think. I think he aimed to go later, but June kind of confused him. Right. Anyway, Can I say, also... if June, if June charged people for using that time machine, she'd be a millionaire. Yeah. How do you know that she doesn't? Because she works in a nail salon. It could be a front for the mafia. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it could be money laundering scheme, wouldn't it? Yeah, like in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. So, so yeah, he meets her mum, and her mum's a horrible, you know, person. And the child's sitting there in front of a poltergeist TV, trying to put a, a literally a square <laughs> peg in a round hole, like yeah. actually trying to do it. And he's speaking to this child, and again, I put it at like three years old. This kid, I yeah. don't know. Like, I'm not an expert. Uh, but can a child at that age understand yeah. what's being said to it? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, different children learn at different rates, don't they? But they well, she's talking. thick as pig shit because she's putting that. School. <laughs> it's not going in. Um, and he basically says, like, she starts hammering this thing in with a hammer, trying to make and it then, fit. Like, and I'm like, salty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he gives her the line of, um, sometimes it's okay to be messy. Things are, it's, things are allowed to be messy. And, and I'm like, a big hug. And he gives her gives her a random child. At no point does the mum come in and go, get out of my house, you nonce, I'm yeah. going to police. She's too busy shouting for you. Have you fixed the TV yet? <sighs> yeah. Um, but then I'm like, well, who started that line? Because this is the problem with stuff like this. It creates a paradox. Mm. That's why I hate time travel in films so much. Because it, uh, so it's, it goes... it's not, not allowed in this, this world. Or if it, it has happened, we'll never know. Oh, I'll get run over tomorrow. <laughs> Don't say that, because if that happens now, I'm going to feel oh, weird. Yeah, um, be oh, if it's not around. in my car, because my bumper will actually fall off if it hits anything You else. might be all right then. <laughs> uh, and this is the thing, is that by going back to save her, it's also made her obsessed with him. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't change anything, because it's already happened. Yeah. So but if he other... hadn't have done anything... 
Would it have... Oh, it's just... Well, it would have done. It was always going to happen. She's mentioned what? this cable guy about 50 million times. Yeah, I know. So he'd, he'd already gone back in time and done it. it. It's just, like, infuriating, though. It's like fucking Loki with the branching timelines thing. It's like, what's real mm. and what's not? So he goes back anyway, and he hasn't made her happy. She's still going to kill herself. And he says, right, well, See I'll stand here side. all night. I'll stand here all night if needs be, because you can't do that. You'll need to go to the toilet. I was like, it's a river. I'll wee off the bridge. <laughs> um, that's what I'd have done. Or you ought to order a sandwich. I don't know if you know this, but Uber Eats will drop food fucking anywhere. Like, and we've yeah, just had bridge. 50th chicken karma. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> i got pockets full of it. Um, it says Sheila is a bum bark on my hand. <laughs> And he says, he says, okay, well, you've never even looked over the other side. I thought that was quite a nice little thing. And she's like, I'm still going to do it. And he goes, well, okay, I'm going home. I'll see you on the other side. And he walks off and he gets really sad. <laughs> John Lewis Christmas advert music, right? As he walks away um, and as he, as he comes down the stairs to the bridge, the sun rises on a new day and she's still at the top of the stairs. Stinking. <laughs> like, you can see the lines Visible stink coming lines. off of like pig pen out of peanuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he's, he's basically lied to her, but also, isn't that what relationships are all about? Because that's that was June's thing, wasn't it, as well? It's like, I need to go back. But isn't, that, isn't that what relationship is? Oh, yeah. like love. Yeah. And then the film ends, and then apparently there's loads of outtakes and, and bloopers and shit, but I didn't watch them because... It's not outtakes and bloopers. It's previous dates. Alternate dates, yeah. Sorry. So you see her different stages. Because mm. one of them, she's just manic in the restaurant, just going off on one. But I it's a combination of being like bloopers, though, that didn't make the I, main cut. What I read about this, yeah. um, they improved a lot of the dialogue, the pair of them. Yeah. So that's probably like right. what they are, is alternate it, takes in another way. Which, which in a film that works has... in the same way, doesn't it? Yeah. 365 first dates, essentially. It works as a, as, a, as a plot device. Like I said, I didn't hate this at all. I liked it. I just didn't feel like, you know... It's not a it. fun film because no. I kind of feel that she sort of bullies him into loving her. Yeah. Because you've got a bear they in mind. They obviously had chemistry though, didn't they? In the on first one day. day. On one day. Yeah, but does he He doesn't necessarily love her at the end though because he's still only like seven hours in, even at the time travel where he went back and hugged a three-year-old. He's still only like five hours later, isn't he? It's. Um... I don't think he loves her at the end. He just like cares enough to not like make her... Let her kill herself. Well, that's not going to last. No. But them two skip off happily down the road holding hands. She got dead herself in the back of her car. Yeah, what are they going to do with that now? Burn it. Dissolve it <laughs> in a bath of acid. And she's just got to live her life now, knowing that she's killed 365 versions of herself. Which is More weird. so, because she's killed herself as Uncle Charlie as well. And she killed random people in the old, in his life. No, but they aren't dead now. But they're now not dead, but they did. She did go. I mean, I think I'd be psychologically scarred if I killed someone, even if they then didn't turn out to be dead long term. So the act of killing someone is a bit would be weird. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they were Too thinking about thinking. this. Too much thinking. I don't think they were thinking about it. I think they were thinking this is a fun 51st dates, Groundhog Day, it is hiding quite, in a wardrobe it, style film. Yeah, I liked um, it. It was it was good. It wasn't what I was expecting, and it certainly is not a Hallmark film. No, certainly not. <laughs> no, um, it wasn't. It's got it, proper it's not actors like in it. G- one. Genre is it? Um, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half ceilings full of Christmas tree lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Again, a good film opens up like some interesting things about you know what is a relationship and stuff, but also it's bleak as fuck at times. 
very and that's nice that's not what I need in the middle of January. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Katie? well, seeing as um from the quiz, I realise you are actually using some form of modeling system rather than just coming up with random crap every week. Um, yeah, I liked it, so I'm going to give it um eight full <laughs> buffets of of Indian food. Oh, in- I realise cl- it, including bindi bhajis. Yeah, everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I liked it. I'm going to give it five ice creams that taste like childhood. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's. What would that be for your family? Fish pie. Fish pie. You know that time I threw up onto the fish pie because I didn't want to eat it. No. Oh, mine could be um oh, meatballs and carrots, tin meatballs, and oh, tin carrots. Yeah, you went shitloads oh. of that as a kid. You You're like bats, ba- bachelor's meatballs, Baxter's no, meatballs. No, I couldn't. There's no like fucking now. dog food. Yeah. <laughs> I mostly just like beige food. One of my favorite foods was pasta with butter on it. Oh, oh I like noodles. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's just not very, you know, nutrient. Like I'm a fairly tall woman, but I'm very short in my family. So they and they think that's because I didn't eat any vegetables for those <laughs> ten years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get a lot of cereal as a child, and that's why I'm so tall now, because it contains because ah. it says contains thirty-three percent of your daily, so I have to have four bowls to make sure. Like yeah. you see. Although that's where Theodore that, gets it from. Although saying that, apparently one portion of cereal is like two fucking spoonfuls, isn't it? Of sugar. Oh. No, no, no. no. Of like one recommended allowance, one portion oh, of it I see. Yeah. is when like you... two grams. And then you get your bowl out and you go, that's actually like nine portions. <laughs> <laughs> One box of regular cornflakes is like 27 servings or something. It's um, them variety packs. You pull that out and you go, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I used to love those variety packs. You only ever get them when you're in a and b somewhere. You, oh, what do you not lose? Yeah. <laughs> My auntie used to get three in one bowl. <laughs> Fusion cereal. Um, oh, if only someone in Shoreditch hadn't stolen that. Let's move on. The old favourite music. It's back, back baby. <laughs> um, so I've only got three facts. So uh... <laughs> fuck it. I know it's New Year, but phone it in, yeah. Penny's um, Kayla Cougar from Big Bang. <laughs> I already Pete said Davis. that. I know. I'm joking. Anyway, joking. I went. I did do some proper googling. So the um, director. Having said that, director Alex Lehman. Um, he's practically nothing on the internet about him. Um, he's only got six films to his name um, at, so far, so he's quite new to it. But yeah, mm. so we'll swiftly move on from him. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco. I liked, actually, to be fair, I enjoyed finding um, facts about her because she is quite famous and there's quite a lot of stuff out there. Mm. And there's quite a lot of like weird, not like, there probably is proper weird stuff, but like just people coming up with facts that just aren't real facts. Anyway, we'll get to them. <laughs> so she was born in, Ca- she's a Cali girl, as someone says. She she was born. In captivity, <laughs> she was born a cauliflower, <laughs> a <Maybe>. captive cauliflower. <laughs> you stay there. So, yeah, born in California, she started modeling and acting age six, including playing little Ellen in the Ellen show. I didn't know, quite fun. Okay, yeah. Um, first major role was in the TV movie Quicksand No Escape, um, oh, in 1992. She, <laughs> she was born in captivity in the cap. <laughs> Cauliflower patch, <laughs> and obviously, best 
best known for the Big Bang Theory. Um, I quite like this fact. This fact is just from IMDb, but I quite liked it. Her last name, Croco, I think it's pronounced, is Cook in Italian. And her second husband's surname was actually Cook. So she changed from Cook to Cook. Lovely. That's good. I like again. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so these are my, like, the facts that I found on it. It was from the Facts site. Oh, that's going to be good. Um, so it does have a year standard where she was from, born and stuff, but then this went mad. A majority of the clothes in Kaylee Cuoco's closet have never been worn. She just enjoys having them. Well, I mean, that is kind of like me in T-shirts. Yeah. Yep. I have a lot of them that I never wear. I just like them. <laughs> In order to relieve her stress, she likes to have a relaxing bath. <laughs> Again, so do I. <laughs> Everyone does. Is it you, Joe? <laughs> Wait, is my surname Cook? <laughs> Sorry, Cook! <laughs> Cook with hand signal. Hand gesture. Ah. <laughs> um, out of all the people in her life, she idolises her grandfather the most. Oh, uh, okay. I hope she doesn't <laughs> open a uh, food truck with him. Grandpa no. Charlie. I just thought they were funny because they're like facts that aren't facts. They could be about anyone. And I just think like, you could literally, yeah. There's no yeah. way of knowing if those are true. Are no, they? exactly. You could ask One her. person is going through every single person on facts.com and going, they love having baths. They enjoy <laughs> metabolising food into energy. <laughs> Um, and then I just love this fact because she adopted a, a small horse that she called Shmooshy. Good name for a horse. <laughs> because she, which was inspired by the horse's nose that Kaylee described as all swooshed. So she called it Shmooshy. That's adorable. Um, and it like has a little Sebastian personal... type horse. Yeah, and it's got its own Instagram account called Life with Shmooshy. Well, that's me looking that up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Pete Davison, of course, known for his sort of famous girlfriends and fiancés. I quite like that because it's usually the other way around, isn't it? That a woman is known for being the, the girlfriend of someone else. But I know him best for being the boyfriend of Kim K and Ariana Grande. They were engaged at one point to Ariana Grande. Didn't know that. Okay. Um, but it was all secret until they got engaged. Oh. It came out. Have you found Shmooshy? He's adorable! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a little Shmooshy nose. Oh, I didn't Google him. Right, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so, um, and then the other fact about Pete Davison that I thought was interesting, I don't know if people know this already, his father was um, a firefighter and died in the 9-11 attacks. Really? Yeah, oh. you can actually oh. see a video of him in the World Trade Center running up the stairs trying to save people and he died in that oh um, mate i know and pete was only seven years old which is really sad but oh. yeah quite a good fact he does talk about it he did um he did a roast of justin bieber and he said something like i lost my dad at the age of seven um but having met yours i'm glad he was <laughs> having met yours, oh, yeah justin i guess bieber. if you can turn <laughs> Tragedy yeah. into comedy, I guess. It's a, what is it? Tragedy yeah. plus time equals comedy. Yes. Yeah. He does make. He does use it as part of his sort of stick of being quite a controversial comedian in America. I think. Um, I managed to find a BuzzFeed article with loads of facts about the film, which made my life very easy. But oh, okay. Very, it's very sort of marketing the film facts. Do you know? It's so on BuzzFeed, so yeah. Yeah. Kaylee and Pete would often improv their lines to the point where Kaylee had to apologise to the director. Which I I'm sorry, we're so good at I'm this. So, we're so funny, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have you seen all my clothes? I'm off for a bath. <laughs> 
Um, don't know why she said it to an English lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it was Kaylee's ability to oscillate between comedy and drama that stood out to the director. Oscillate? Get it yeah. up, you. Yeah. I know. Um, and then, as you said, Joe, throughout the movie, small parts of Sheila's wardrobe change from timeline to timeline, mirroring her emotional state. So she changes yep. her jewellery. She is wearing the same dress, but there was like in the filming of it there was eight different dresses because obviously she would be a stinky actress not just a stinky uh... <laughs> honestly the guy that played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre it's stanking that apparently because it was in the middle of the desert in the oh, summer here oh. yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, bang some Febreze on it you Jesse and then I've got a couple of facts about meat cute does anyone want to guess when it was first started to be used the term meat cute Ooh, 2003 Ooh. what do you think Bernie I don't know, because I always thought it was meat cue, and then... <laughs> oh, like, like a meat cue, like a <laughs> big sausage that you play snooker with. Yeah, like it's your cue to meat now. Oh, okay. that it... makes more sense. <laughs> I didn't know it was a meat cue, and then I saw that, and I thought, what's going on? And then I had that joke on my Twitter today, and I didn't get it. <laughs> yes, because, yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... You're on. <laughs> go, well, obviously, go on. Obviously. So it's 1938. So I, because I thought it was like a really, really? modern term, but it's like a, a TV trope, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, but I didn't um, know it had a name. Yeah. So it was first used in the silent movie, Bluebeard's Eighth Wife. Eight, eighth Wife. It's <laughs> a difficult one to say. Eighth Wife. Um, and yeah, it was a review of that which termed it the um, meat cute. In, and then in was... Bluebeard's Eight Wife. Eight. Oh, it's difficult. Um, there's a meat cute in that. So he's just rampaging around, like smashing so, chips up and stuff. And then he's like, oh, I've dropped some oregano. And the hands touch as they pick it up. I don't know why spice is in it. I don't know. I, think they just, I don't think it's a pirate. I think while it says, while shopping for pajamas, Claudette Colbert <laughs> and Gary Cooper. I don't meet. think that's pirates. No. <laughs> and it, it turns into a delightfully cute conversation, hence the name. So that's when it Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then in 1955, it was mentioned in a um, a play, and I quite like the quote in which it used it. So it was George Axelrod's play, Will Success Spoil Rock Hunter? And he says, the character says, Dear boy, the beginning of a movie is childishly simple. The girl and boy meet. The only important thing to remember is that in a movie, the boy and the girl must meet in some cute way. They cannot meet like normal people at perhaps a cocktail party or other some, or some other social function. Uh, dog fight <laughs> no it's terribly important that they meet cute oh right. so I like yeah that. i didn't realize it was that i mean i know I it's know. an established trope but i didn't realize it, it was no, that, I didn't. that far back yeah yeah hmm. so there you go history that's, that's my facts oh sorry uh Two reviews today. It was very much we loved it. Oh, we hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no, there was no in between really. So Finn Smith nine two eight four one gave it an eight out of ten and titled it "If You Like Broken People, This Is for You." Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. A lot of others didn't though. This may not be everybody's film, but if you're reading this review, know that it is somebody's film. 
<laughs> a self-aware meta review himself. Also, it was released on streaming. Who was he watching it with? All these people he got round his house. Yeah, Finn come Smith. and watch. Come and watch. Meet Q. <laughs> That's a very different film, Barney. <laughs> Uh, I've come to fix your cable. <laughs> I am Meet you. <laughs> uh, this is one of those movies where some people will love it and others will hate it. There is no issue with casting or writing. It just has a niche audience. I'm sad this won't have a greater mass appeal, but I'm happy because I'm the audience this was made for. <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant comedy about where our brains go when nothing is working out. What if we could do all the things our intrusive thoughts say? How important is it to click? What would you accept to be in love if you actually love them? It's felt nuanced and complex and wildly hilarious. Fair enough. It's. Mm, I, I thought it had moments of it being very funny. I didn't think it was hilarious. I didn't think it was hilarious. Not wildly hilarious. There was like mm. two moments where I laughed. Yeah, I'll give it that. Just a couple of bits. David Conlan 2 gave it a 2 out of 10, titled it Turkeys Aren't Only for Christmas. All right. I mean, yeah. I bet he puts that for everything. That might just be like his tip of the day. Okay. That's not even a... Mm. Puppies are not for Christmas. Turkeys, you don't have it around your house, do you? Anyway. They're very no. ugly. You don't have it even at Christmas, to be honest. Cause no, I don't. We have no. pizza. Nobody like it. You have pizza and meatos. Yeah. I order everything off the Indian menu. Chicken karma, <laughs> chicken karma for you for the next month. <laughs> Well, it must be a very basic Indian menu because, like, the one, I mean, well, the one near us, there's at least two pages of just different curries. Mm-hmm. Well, he orders a vindaloo, doesn't he, as well? He does because America, I don't think Americans still quite fully understand what Indian food is. Like, I don't know. Anyway, reviews. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what do you get when you add two bad actors, an amateurish script, and a total lack of chemistry? Well, you will have found the answer. From the first five minutes, you realise you don't care about these characters, and given the material, neither do the script writers. Well, they improv most of it anyway. Ugh. Yes, and. How would you pronounce the name? Coo- Qu- Quoco. 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 Cook. Tries and fails as usual to play her over-the-top crazy woman, whilst Davidson stands about and delivers his lines with the enthusiasm of a mannequin. That's not true. Really? No, I like them. Uh, yeah. She does seem to have a type, though. She's very... Yeah, but most... No, she's good in that, do, that, that air hostess one. She plays like a straight role in that. Mm, that's yeah, true. I'm not, I'm not seeing that. It's good. I, I just I know about it. Where are we up to? Really, you don't care whether any of them lives or dies. However, dying this at start would have given you over an hour of your life back. Avoid like the plague or recommend to an enemy. I mean, that's a good that's a good finishing line, that isn't it? <laughs> Hello, my enemy. Watch this film. Yeah. Oh, like I, said, it was I didn't, very know we split. Were, didn't know we were enemies, but thank you. Um <laughs> Who doesn't want an enemy in a life enemy? Oh, I've got too many. Too many notes. Normal Hallmark films will resume. As yeah, well. I mean, we're never going to branch into proper film reviews because we just can't do it. It's far. Yeah. We had a 45 minute conversation about whether I'd have sex with myself if I could get away <laughs> with it. <laughs> but only if I could kill myself afterwards, which somehow makes it darker in many, many ways. Well, otherwise, you both have to live with that memory. So it's probably kinder to kill at least one of them. No, because if I. Oh, yeah. But. If it was the 24-hour rule, if I went back to the future, I wouldn't have then gone back and molested myself. It's so confusing. Joe's now got steam coming out of his ears. I don't want to. Anyway, I stink. I wouldn't want to touch me. I don't want anyone else to want to. (laughs) Take that karma out of your pockets then. God's sake. Change your dress every now and then. Eight of these I've got. (laughs) 
That's only four fingers, by the way. Um, yeah, so that was 2022's meat cue. <laughs> that is the cue for the butchers. Who's the black? Who's the sex machine? The wild chick. Meat cue. Yeah. Um, You're damn right. Um, you have your favourite, I don't know, is the favourite lines from this? Um, Sheila is a ball bag. <laughs> I don't even think that's the line. <laughs> Oh, 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 that was one. Um, but June says, um, have you ever had an organic banana? It tastes like a regular banana. <laughs> <laughs> How about those wine? June was the best, June. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. All they can hear is fun. <laughs>